Hello ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're all well. Austerts has recently undertaken a strategic review of the Guide to Traffic Management series and today we will discuss the key findings from this review and the opportunities. So let's get started. My name is Eliz and I'm the moderator today here to provide any technical support if you need. You can contact me by using the chat box in your sidebar if you are experiencing any issues. This webinar is proudly brought to you by Austerts. Austerts supports its member organisations, those listed here, to deliver an improved road transport network. Austerts members are collectively responsible for managing 900,000 kilometres of roads valued at more than $200 billion. Our collective approach delivers value for money, encourages shared knowledge and drives consistency for road users. So just some housekeeping items today. The presentations will run for approximately 35 minutes altogether. We then have a live Q&A component at the end for 15 minutes where you could ask our presenters any questions. We are recording today's session and we'll email you once the recording is available to view. We upload all of our webinar recordings on our website which is listed on the slide here and we encourage you to view our previous sessions. Presentation slides to this webinar is also available in the handout section of your sidebar. So as per usual, we'd like you to participate in the webinar, so please don't be afraid to ask any questions. Simply type your questions into the questions box in your sidebar at any stage of the webinar, or then answer them at the end during the Q&A. If your question relates to a particular slide, please let us know the slide number it relates to. This webinar will provide you with an overview of the key findings of the strategic review and the opportunities for Austroads going forward with respect to the Guide to Traffic Management. The guide series is available from the Austroads Publications website via the link shown on this slide. Staff from Austroads member organisations can download PDF versions of the guides for free. This includes staff from all state and territory road agencies and local councils in Australia and New Zealand. Simply email austroads at austroads.com.au from your work email to request your login details. So we have two presenters in this session. Today we welcome back our presenter David Green from ARB. We work with David quite often as this is his third time presenting for Austroads. We ran two other webinars on the Guide to Traffic Management Part 5 and Part 13. Hi David, it's good to have you back again as always. Yeah, hi Liz um, and welcome all and it's good to be back. So just a bit about David, David is a senior engineer and has 15 years experience in the road and traffic industry in both public and private sectors. He has wide experience in the traffic and transport related fields including the application of traffic management techniques, road safety improvements and road network capacity analysis. Our second presenter is Natalie Lockwood. She has worked as a civil engineer for Main Roads Western Australia and Austroads for 13 years and has held program coordination and management roles in Austroads since 2009. Natalie is a network program manager and has experience in network and freight operations, asset management, road safety and materials engineering. So for the agenda, I will now pass it on to David who will talk you through it. Uh. Yes. Thank you, Elise, and um, thank you all. I'll just press the show my screen. So, um, yeah. So as Liz mentioned in the in the introduction, um, the purpose of this webinar is to provide an overview of the strategic review of the Guide to Traffic Management project. Uh, so the agenda of the webinar is to introduce and describe the purpose of the webinar. Then we go into the project team and overview. 
Then we'll discuss the, the key issues and key opportunities, including providing an overview of the master schedule and mind map developed as part of this project. Then there are some, some concluding remarks. And then approaching the end of the webinar, uh, Natalie Lockwood, the Network Program Manager, uh, will join in and provide an outline of what this means going forward with respect to the guide to traffic management and the guides uh, more broadly. Uh, then finally, there's an opportunity for participants to ask some questions, either of myself or, or Natalie Lockwood, and, um, and hopefully we can answer them for you. So we'll get right into it. So essentially, um, as an introduction and purpose of the webinar, the guide to traffic management has 13 parts and it provides traffic management guidance for traffic and traffic related practitioners. The purpose of the strategic review of the guide to traffic management project was to propose a master schedule for future reviews and revision of the guide parts, identify gaps and potential emerging gaps in, in guidance, and then review and propose a high level mind map used to map the content of the guide to an online portal. And this webinar provides a high level overview of the strategic review project and kind of a, and then addresses how we try to address uh, those those elements. But, but as with I guess many Osroads projects, this project was not a lone effort but a team effort uh, comprising of the Osroads project manager, Natalie Lockwood, uh, the R project manager, myself, uh, so David Green, and we supported R from, from Kenneth Lewis. And then in addition the project was reviewed by the Osroads project working group. Osroads Traffic, Man Traffic Management Working Group, Road Agency Stakeholders, Network Task Force and, and the Osroads Board. So the Osroads Project Working Group essentially comprises of representatives from each of the Australian and New Zealand jurisdictions as outlined on this slide. The strategic review of the Guide to Traffic Management comprised of uh, three key steps. Uh, there was the literature review and so this was undertaken to get an understanding of the current use and potential gaps in the guide to traffic management and obtain ideas on how the guide could be mapped to an online environment. Then we went off and did some stakeholder consultations. So this involved consulting with various stakeholders through interviews and online survey to obtain a stakeholder's view on the various aspects related to the guide to traffic management. And then we went th uh, through an evaluation stage which uh, so the evaluation comprised of developing opportunities with respect to a master schedule, potential gaps and bringing the guide to traffic management uh, to an online environment. So essentially I'll go through uh, I guess some of the key findings of those uh, three steps in the next few slides. So essentially on this one, uh, the literature review found that the guide to traffic management covers a broad range of traffic, man traffic management related matters and delivers a good foundation for the provision of traffic guidance. Uh, the most downloaded parts are, are those that which relate to a specific topic matter and relates to both road agencies and local governments. Uh, so for example part six intersections and interchanges and crossings is the most downloaded part so I guess that's an interesting finding. Uh, the guide to traffic management parts uh, tend to link to one another however there is some overlaps between subchapters in some areas and they also link to, to other guides. Uh, there are plenty of opportunities to provide guidance on additional subject matter not currently covered in the guide to traffic management. There's a potential need in linking current research to the guides, meaning that research 
may not be incorporated into the guide to traffic management. And that various online features could be used to increase the usability of the guide to traffic management once the content is moved online. Um, in terms of the stakeholder consultation, the stakeholder consultation comprised of interviews and online surveys with representatives of road agencies, local government and industry. Um, so we went out and, and talked to a variety of road agency members and local government representatives uh, and industry. So we got a sample of them, but we also had an online survey that some of you listening today might have participated in, and we really got some good feedback um, from that. Uh, so some of the, I guess, the key findings uh, that we derived from that consultation was that the guide to traffic management was considered useful. However, the current PDF structure has made the guide difficult to use. Moving to an online format and providing good indexing, search functionality search functionality and linkages will improve the accessibility of the guide to traffic management. The role and users of various guides to traffic management parts should be clearly stated so that the content boundaries can be determined and content be better targeted for, for that purpose. There needs to be a clear distinction between the guide to traffic management, Australian standards, other Osroads guides and jurisdictional guidance. The Osroads guide, but not necessarily the guide to traffic management should cover operations during events and roadworks, and a guide to traffic management should provide a clear distinction between guidance relating to urban versus uh, regional roads. Going further, uh, the stakeholder consultation also found that the guide to traffic management content should provide practical guidance and content should be written in a concise manner and include tools and graphs for easy use. The guide to traffic management should provide content that captures contemporary agreed practice but also encourage best practice and encourage continuous improvement and innovation. There are overlaps and duplication in content, however, however this could be largely addressed by moving the content online. Various potential gaps uh, were identified in the guide to traffic management and efforts should be made to address this in the guide but it is not um, critical. Um, and then further still, um, the stakeholder consultation also found that practitioners were only interested in additional material where, where it can aid the user in implementing the guidance. So they're just not, they're not looking for um, superfluous material, just uh, specific material that relates to the guidance. Uh, once the guide is moved online, the updating process should be based on subject matter with the aim to input the findings of the Osroads research into the guide to traffic management. Industry and academia uh, can be involved in the updating process through online survey at the project scoping stage to obtain, obtain their feedback and local government should be more actively involved in the update process of the guide to traffic management through um, active involvement on, on the working groups. Um, so as a result, I guess, of the literature review and stakeholder consultations, um, 103 potential and emerging gaps were identified. Um, and so these gaps ranged across a variety of, of themes and ranged across all parts of the guide to traffic management, including those parts to consider to be strategic, so sub part four, those parts considered to be theory and background, so parts one to three and 12 and 13, and those parts considered to be operational and management, so parts five to 11. Uh, so this slide kind of shows, uh, I guess, the various key key themes of the gaps, 
and where they might impact on the guide to tracking management. Obviously, we're not going to list all 103 gaps um, on the slide. It'll become a bit messy. So we kind of try to um, put them into their themes and just show how it all kind of spans across the guide to traffic management. Uh, these gaps were graded as being high, medium or low importance and then assigned to a guide to traffic management part. And then this grading was then used to prepare the master schedule for the updates of the guide to traffic management parts, which I'll go into a bit later. Um, further. But still, I guess in addition to the key gaps identified, the literature review and stakeholder consultation uh, revealed some key findings and there's 11 of them, so I'll just go through those in the next two slides. And so that is um, that it's hard to find information in the guides. Um, the titles of some guides are misleading and cover more than they should. The aim of the guide should be more specified. Uh, the guide should allow and encourage um, innovation in practice where appropriate. The updating schedule frequency of the guide should be based on the type of guidance it provides. Um, the links between the research program, sorry, the research program and the updating the guide should be strengthened. And then in addition that the update process may need to be modified once the guide content is moved online. Input from users should be incorporated into the guide update process. Guide scope including boundaries should be clearly stated so that the users of the guide can understand what the guide content is to cover. Uh, worksite traffic management should be covered within Osroads guidance uh, but not necessarily in the guide to traffic management and there should be a clear distinction between urban and regional roads. So based on I guess those 11 key findings, uh, 25 opportunities to improve the guide to traffic management were developed. Um, I won't go through each of those 25 opportunities now, however some of the key ones include that Austroads continues its effort to bring the guide to traffic management content online as the online functionality will enhance its usability to users. Austroads considers establishing a project to define the user experience map prior to building the website as this will define the architecture of the website, so the website for bringing the guide to content online. Um, the guide to traffic management um, provide content that ca captures contemporary agreed practice but also encourages best practice and encourages continuous improvement and innovation. And in addition that the guide to traffic management content provide practical guidance and be written in a concise manner and include tools and graphs for easy use where appropriate. So people found quite, a, quite like the old GTEP series for those that remember it because they, they showed a lot of graphs, um, so there's an interesting kind of bringing those kind of, um, those kind of features back and, and in particular tools once you move to an online environment. Uh, the Osteroids research program uh, be driven by the need to address gaps in content in the guide to traffic management and that there needs to be a clear distinction between the guide to traffic management, Australian standards, other Osteroids guides jurisdictional supplements and, and guides. Yes, so <clears throat> uh, as I mentioned earlier, one of the key um, elements of this project was to develop a master schedule So, for the updating of the guide. So I guess the master schedule was developed regardless of moving the guide to content online because that kind of happened over, um, over a, a, a time frame. Um, 
and so a master schedule is developed um, for updating the guide part as is. So the master schedule was, um, was based on an updating, coming up with an updating frequency based on the type of guide to traffic management part and, and when the last update was and whether it was a minor or major update and then also was based on ranking of the guide to traffic management part for updating based on considerations from the findings derived from the literature review and stakeholder consultations such as the high, medium or low ranked potential and emerging gaps, um, rank of the need to input past Osroads research into the guide to traffic management part, so we looked at those elements, sales and download rank, rank as to whether the guide to traffic management part is a primary and good source of information based on the stakeholder consultations, rank as to whether a major update is required also based on the stakeholder consultation feedback and then rank as to whether a minor update is required. So we looked at all the stuff that we kind of got from the literature review and the stakeholder consultations and, and we ranked them all on, on those different elements I just mentioned before and so that was kind of inputted along with um, whether the last update was and whether it was a major or minor and then also um, on, a, on an updating frequency based on the type of guide to traffic management, which I'll talk a bit more about just in a sec. So the guide to traffic management parts were then split into three categories, which provided guidance on the frequency of the updates of the guide parts. So we looked at the, at the 13 parts and we said, okay, we can kind of split them into strategic. Uh, so that's the guide to traffic management part four. So something like this could be updated once or twice every five years or when there has been a, cha a change in strategy. Uh, theory and background, so parts uh, 1 to 3 and 12 and 13. Theory and background generally doesn't change that much. Um, so we kind of said, oh, these kind of guides could be updated maybe once or twice every five years, depending on the, if, the, if there's a change in, in um, theory or background. But then the, the next lot is operational and management, so that's GTM parts 5 to 11. So we consider that this could be updated a few times every five years because operational and management techniques uh, change and the, and, the, and the parts or elements of the part need to be updated to, to reflect those changes. Uh, so the master schedule provides, I guess, a schedule to commence the update of the guide to traffic management parts for the next five years. However, we note that it's considered a, to be a snapshot in time and should be reviewed uh, for its validity annually. Um, but based on, I guess, our review of the literature review and the stakeholder consultations and all those elements that we, I talked about earlier in terms of the rankings, uh, the parts of the guide to traffic management parts proposed to commence an update in 2018 uh, based on the master schedule were um, parts 7, 9 and 11. So the other element that we looked at um, was a mind map. And so a mind map was developed to assist the broader Austroads Guides online project. So trying to bring the, the guide content online in a HTML format. And so consideration was given to how the guide to traffic man management online would fit in with other Austroads guidance. Um, the mind map was based on findings of the strategic review of the guide to traffic management. Um, it proposed to maintain the current structure um, so based on the stakeholder consultations, um, we found that um, yes, even though I guess people had issues with the current structure, that 
it's probably best to maintain it, but to provide alternative menus for users to search for content and be referred to the appropriate part and section of the guide to traffic management. So we provide, I guess, different alternative menus for people to be able to access the content and be able to use, I guess, the online features um, for, for people to be able to search for content and to be able to, um, once they got into a guide part, be able to be quickly linked and transferred to, uh, to other parts of, of the guide to traffic management or more broadly other parts of the guide or even maybe be linked um, to, to guidance perhaps external to the guide. Uh, the mind map would be implemented over stages, um, with stage one being to bring the guide to, con guide to traffic management content online in a HTML format. And then once the Osroads guides are online in their HTML format, Osroads can then, will be able to provide access to the content um, free of charge. So in conclusion, um, the strategic review of the Guide to Traffic Management project identified 11 uh, key findings um, with the Guide to Traffic Management. Uh, 25 opportunities uh, were, were developed uh, to improve the Guide to Traffic Management and Osroads is working on implementing those opportunities. Osroads is working on bringing the Osroads guidance online in the HTML format over various stages and then once online and in HTML format the Osroads guidance uh, will be able to be accessed free of charge. Opportunities were developed um, based, were developed con with consideration both for the current PDF structure and the Osroads online structure and included the master schedule for the update of the guide to traffic management and their content structure and then a mind map on how the guide to traffic management content uh, might be brought online. So essentially, I guess that provides a bit of an overview of the project, um, but you may be asking yourself, well, where to from here? Um, so I'll, I'll hand over to Natalie Lockwood, who is the Osroads Network Program Manager, and then also the Osroads Project Manager for this project. And Natalie, Natalie can provide an outline as to where Osroads will move to uh, from here from an Osroads perspective. So I'll pass over to um, Natalie and um, yeah, so over to you Natalie. Thank you David and thanks everyone for joining us today. I think this is a really important piece of work that Osroads has been looking into to identify gaps and opportunities within the entire uh, Guide to Traffic Management as a suite of documents. I think. Uh, David in particular has done a fantastic job with the work and at times it was, you know, there obviously there's a lot of content to get to and a lot of conversations to be had, so thank you David for your contributions. So to give you a bit of an update about what comes next in this space, so obviously there's been mention of the Guides Online work and what that is doing is by sort of around about the middle of next calendar year, so the middle of 2018, we'll be able to access all of the existing guide content in an online environment. So the information that you can currently access in a PDF structure, you'll be able to view that and search through that information online, which I guess probably sounds very simple in, in theory, um, but obviously you know, converting all of that content into an online format is, is sort of more complicated than it sounds. And obviously there's more guides than just the guide to traffic management. So 
the the guide will be brought online in that suite of documents that um, that is happening at the moment, and that work is just about to commence, and and we're looking at them in the middle of next year, and and that will mean that you'll be able to you know search through the content, search for keywords and those sorts of things. Obviously, the way to look at this work is that it, it's going to evolve over time. So in, in, the, in the fullness of time, the, the functionality of the online environment is obviously going to develop and improve. Uh, the first version will be sort of a, a direct translation from the current PDF in just directly into an online environment. And obviously what we wanted to do was to maintain for our users that consistency of, an, of experience so they know exactly where the content is going to be in, in the previous PDF and, and in, the, in, in the, new, the new environment. Over time though, we will improve and, and bring in the tools that already exist and sort of integrate into more of a three-dimensional kind of sense all of the content that we have. So hopefully the user experience should just get better and better and better. It should just improve over time, but it should be gradual so that you'll always know where you can find all of the content. The second point there is about translating research into guidance. So something that the network program is focusing on very strongly, and this is in, in both network and freight areas, is making sure that our research content, that our research findings translate into the guidance so that they're not sort of sitting as two separate pieces of information. So we've got a project about to commence in the new year which is taking a bunch of findings that came out of a, a series of six previous projects to make sure that you know that the task is undertaken to you know replace content, so to make sure that those learnings that we had from those really important research projects in areas like concept of operations and road transport management are making their way into the guidance. Again, a very simple concept, but it's something that we want to make sure that we do well, and also something that we just want to continue to keep doing as our research uh, research outputs are published. So that's really just a quick update on what's happening next, and I'll hand over to Elise. Thanks, Natalie. Thank you, David and Natalie, for presenting. So we'll be taking questions. Feel free to send through further questions from the audience. We have received some and we could go through that now. So the first question that we've received is from Stuart. So his question is, will this approach to moving online span across all of the guides? So Natalie, yes, maybe you Stuart, can this one. Yes, so the answer definitely is, is yes, all of, the, all of the guides will be transitioned to the online environment. So that's everything across the assets program, the safety program, and the network program. So yes, very much. I, I'm I'm not sure what the uh, what the launch date will be. If it's going to be one big button is pressed on one day, um, but we'll be keeping everyone up to speed on on what's happening in that space. Uh, this also relates to the online. So will the move to online be supported by the states territories, with most of them having their own supplement series that complement the Osiris guides? Thanks, Liz. Yeah, that's a great that's a great question. So, the supplements uh, for, for anyone who doesn't understand where the supplements fit into the guides is that you may uh, a particular jurisdiction may have legislation or um, current practices that are specific to them that are not reflected in the guide, as the guides uh, represent a, a national view, a sort of Australian and a New Zealand view. So, a supplement obviously we try to keep them down to a minimum to make sure that if there is uh, alternate practice, you know, we would prefer that it's reflected in the guide wherever possible, but we completely understand that there's local conditions, local constraints, and, and particularly legislation that can restrict um, particular states on specific um, items and specific topics. 
So I would very much see that in the new environment that won't change, even though we've brought all the information digitally, there will still be those, those local constraints that um, certain jurisdictions will have to comply with. Uh, I think what we possibly could do is, is look to host that information if that's useful and, and that's a conversation we still have to have. So I'm not sure where the supplements will live, whether they'll be sort of a, a central location where all the supplements are brought together, but certainly I think the, the concept of, of needing you know, that specific information for certain jurisdictions won't change. Excellent. Thanks for clarifying, Natalie. We've received a question from Alvaro, so they've asked, will there be a list of subject matter experts slash super users with contact details so that users can ask direct questions associated with interpreting the guide and paths? So I'm assuming this is the, in the online environment as well, and just you know, feel free to send a message if that, if that assumption is wrong. Uh, I think what we currently have is uh, and Ostrode, I think it's Ostrode at ostrode.com.au email address where people can already um, seek clarification on topics. I think the new model, and I can't say absolutely for sure, um, but I, I think it will have a contact a contact us function um, which will then be triaged internally by Ostrode. So what we tend to do is have it all centralised rather than the questions go to a specific person. Um, we need it to be centralised so all of the questions come to a, a certain point and then get triaged out. Um, by, uh, by, by the internal process to the correct person. The reason we do it that way is just so that, you know, if people are not in the office, if people are on leave or if people have changed roles, we can manage that process internally rather than having a specific person's name on the website. So it's, it's a process that already exists. It'll just obviously be a bit more um, structured electronic, be, be more electronically focused um, and delivered that way in the online environment. Excellent. Thanks for that, Natalie. Another question is, worked examples in the standards would help. Uh, are you able to provide this? Absolutely, yeah. So, so when I was talking earlier about that the, the digital environment, the online environment will evolve over time, that's one of the areas I would see it evolving. So we're going to have the, the content brought across, but then things like tools, which in some cases already exist, so they may be Excel-based tools, um, they may be sort of short um, visual basic based tools and, and the examples that sit alongside those can be easily hosted. As, as you can imagine, you can just have a short link to say, you know, here's, here's the associated tool to, to go with this section of content and also here's a work example or a case study. So I think there's so much potential in the online environment. Like I said, the focus at the moment is just the direct um, migration of the content but then all of that additional functionality is, is really just going to keep growing and growing over time. And, and also, you know, if you have a suggestion, um, please send it through because, you know, all of those things, um, you know, all of the suggestions and, and feedback from our users really help us to improve that user experience. Okay, thanks for that, Natalie. Uh, question, this one's for David. So the mind map mentioned on slide 24 seems rather interesting. How was this mind map developed and what was the process? Yeah, um, yeah, thank you for that question. Yeah, essentially the mind map um, was developed as a result of uh, the, the literature review and the stakeholder consultation. So I guess one of the, the key key messages um, we're kind of hearing was that um, some users um, are happy with the, the current structure of the guide. Some people actually like the old structure or the old um, GTIP. Um, 
And then some people will say, well, the best structure is the structure that people are familiar with. So that'll be the, the current structure. So essentially we kind of say, well, well, and I guess there was the other issue was that when you move to an online environment, um, the online environment and the online functionality, so to be able to search for stuff, to be able to be quickly linked um, to, to other content, that can kind of um, really address some of the, I guess, the issues with the with the current structure in their PDF format. So essentially, we said, okay, well, basically, I guess you can come up with a mind map, and you can come up with a um, a variety of alternative um, menu systems, and you bring the guide to content um, online in HTML format. Uh, then you can essentially um, address a lot of those issues without having to do, um, I guess, a, a broad uh, restructure of the guide. So um, we developed a, a, a mind map around that uh, in terms of how you might map the content uh, using um, alternative menu systems and and that's um, now been given to I guess Osroads to kind of um, work through as they bring their um, as they bring the Osroads guide um, content online but as I mentioned in the in the webinar it's quite a um, I guess a, a It'll be a process that will need to be undertaken over stages, and so really the first stage is just to bring the, the current content online in the HTML format and and within the current structure, and and use the I guess the available online functionality um, to be able to serve uh, the users. Excellent. Thanks for answering that one, David. A uh, question from James, which is, what do I do if I receive, if I have feedback on the guide to traffic management now? So good, good question, James. So through the Austro's website, there is a contact us function, and so you're more than welcome to to provide feedback through that system. And like I said, it'll be triaged. Um, obviously, it's a it's a generic email address, but it'll be triaged through to myself um, to be addressed. So it's quite quite straightforward, but already already on the website. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Just going through the questions. I believe we've answered majority of the questions, all of the questions, sorry. But if you do have any further questions to the audience, uh, feel free to get in contact with us and we're happy to help. We'll look into your question and yeah, answer them moving forward. In terms of wrapping up this session, we'll wrap it up here, but I'd like to let you know that this is our second last session for the year, but we do have one more webinar for 2017, which is on the development of national mass assessment procedures for oversized ever mass vehicles. We have two very knowledgeable speakers, Anthony and Philip from ARB, who will be joining us then. So that's on 12th of December, so please go on our website to register. So in terms of this session, we hope you've enjoyed it. Feel free to get in contact with us. And as we close this session, we'd like to would like to receive your feedback on how we could improve these webinars as well as any other topics you'd like us to cover. So if you could please fill out our quick survey afterwards. And I'd like to thank the audience for joining us and thank you Natalie and David for your time today. Uh, thank you. Thanks Elise. Excellent, thank you. Goodbye all. <laughs>